You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Come on in, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O. Joe G. Kelsey Messenger with you on a Monday. We'll be here all week long, and I'm excited, guys, to be here in Arizona. This is an awesome place, and, uh, and today's going to be a really special. We have great guests coming up. We'll talk about everything, but I mean, first of all, we're here. Second of all, it's the first time I've actually met Joe Owen in person. That's right. It was like 5.30 in the morning this morning we met for the first time. In the parking lot. Yes, we were drunk. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> kind of weird. But, and we have Chelsea with us this week. Chelsea, how you doing? Yeah, I almost feel like the Kyrie Irving of the show because on paper, you throw another host in the mix. It should work, but will it work? I Guess think we'll it'll see. work. I, I think it'll work better than this Kyrie trade. Well, but we'll get to yeah. that. Uh, all right, let's. Um, let, let's get into just the, set the scene here. I mean, so we're live at the BetMGM Sportsbook. Joe, this place is awesome. We've, we've been talking about being here for a couple months now. We knew this was going to happen, and we are set up here, and we'll be here all week. And it's just like there's a feel to this. Like we're, we're literally outside the stadium. I, I think I could see the stadium through the glass there. It's like the feel is it's awesome. Uh, since I arrived last night, it's just been a uh, an avalanche of surreal moments. Yeah, and one of them is we again what you just said a moment ago. We are next to the Super Bowl Stadium inside a sports book. It's right there, broadcasting a live sports show. Now I know Chelsea's been on the betting seat for a while too. It's just NFL was always beyond an arm's length from sports betting, and there's still a little bit of that, but it is amazing. This is going to be the new norm. Like I'm seeing it in Chicago. They are building a sports book that is adjacent to Wrigley Field. They put one inside Allstate Arena. The Bears are going to have their own sports book when they get their new stadium when they move out to the suburbs. Like This is happening across the nation. It sounds wild now, but uh, this, this is what it's like, man. And this is what it's going to be moving forward because this is where – the money is at, and um, I was talking to some people that are in for Radio Row for Super Bowl week to, to bring on the celebrity guests on all their shows, and they're from Florida, and they're like, this is unbelievable because they're, we're still not legal down there, and there are some of those outlier states like Texas and California are the, the big next ones, um, but, uh, but Chelsea, I mean, it's just been one moment after another for me. I mean, did you ever think that we would see this day? Well, we've come a long way since having to go to the counter and tell the clerk the number of the bet that you're making. And it couldn't be props. It had to be a side or a total. So now it's just there's so many options. It's so easy because that's another thing. People are so lazy that it needs to be convenient. (laughs) And the thing is, you can do all of this on your phone if you're in the right state. So, yes, I'm very happy this day has come as somebody who is very lazy. (laughs) <laughs> Which uh, I think everyone is deep down. But now this is an awesome day for, yeah. for the industry. It's an awesome moment for our network here, the BetQL Network. And we're going to be here the entire week doing our shows. And we're excited again. We have a couple of great guests coming up today. Uh, and, guys, we're going to talk mostly about the Super Bowl because here we are. We're in Phoenix, Arizona for this. But I, I got to say, and we'll get into every angle and the props and all that, yesterday the NBA took over the news a little bit um, <laughs> to, to start us off this week and to start us off this morning 
because Kyrie Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks yesterday. I mean, this stuff, I mean, it's the NBA, right? So I super serve every four months once it gets traded, and this is not shocking. But late last week, Irving put the trade request out there, and then it seemed like three teams, Phoenix, the Lakers, Dallas, were really in on possibly getting him. And it turns out to be yesterday to the Dallas Mavericks, uh, a decent package going back with uh, Finney Smith, Dinwiddie, a first-round pick, uh, and a couple second-round picks going back to Brooklyn. But the story is Kyrie Irving and what this does now to the NBA title picture, to the Western Conference picture. My first reaction, Joe, is it's an overreaction um, in the market to put the Dallas Mavericks, you know, t- towards the top in the West. Kyrie's a hell of a player. We know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a goofball, but he's a heck of a player. And he and, and Luka together is, is maybe the most dangerous scoring duo in the NBA now. I just don't know if it's a good enough fit. I don't know if they could score enough points to actually win. I mean, excuse me, defend enough. They'll score enough. Defend enough to actually win a title. I, I don't love the fit, even though they're pairing two top, what, 15 players. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the offense is not going to be a problem. It is going to be arguably. We'll see how long it takes for them to gel a little bit. But it, it could be the best offense that we see in the league right now. The problem is what you just alluded to. You're taking away your best defender. So, so now what? I mean, there are a lot of levels to this. Also, with the Mavs, we've seen how many teams regret tying everything to Kyrie. Most. Like, this guy's going to wake up and decide that he doesn't like it there. And, every, and look at all of the assets that you just gave up. How, how much of your Luka window are you putting in doubt by bringing in this guy? But you had to do something. Like, can yeah. we all agree that Luca's yeah. probably exhausted from having to play every single minute of every single game mm-hmm. and having to score 50 for them to win? They had to do something. They had to bring mm-hmm. in somebody who was offensively talented who could take away some of the pressure on Luca every single night. I agree with that. I mean, really, in retrospect, now they should have just matched the Jalen Brunson contract from the Knicks or gave him more money. I mean, that's the player they're missing. I mean, that, last year, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. So, like, the idea of them in a title mix with an upgrade isn't crazy. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Joe Brunson was their guy. They made it that far with him. Kyrie's probably a little bit better, maybe maybe a, a, a step above Brunson, but they had to give up all this stuff to get him. I, I just I don't know if this pushes them to the Nuggets or the Grizzlies stratosphere in the Western Conference. Maybe close, but I don't know if they're better than either of those teams. Yeah, I get what you're saying about Brunson, and it might bring you some security, right? You have the higher floor, but you do have the higher ceiling with Kyrie. Well, yeah. Yeah, if he's going to be engaged, if he's going to buy in, but how many times have we had that same exact conversation? So, I mean, here at a sports book, all the chips center to the table. So I do respect it uh, from that perspective. Like, if you want an aggressive move, this is as aggressive as it gets. But from a betting perspective, wouldn't we say that the West feels more winnable than the East? Oh, yeah. Yeah, No doubt. You're right. So if it's wide open and this is a team that you – I think it's not the time to buy in, don't you think? I feel like the market's way too high just uh, for a jerk reaction. But still, for the conference that is way more winnable and way more wide open, maybe it does give them a a chance. Yeah, and right now, so you look at at BetMGM and the odds to win the Western Conference. The Nuggets are the favorite plus 325, Warriors plus 450, and that number feels a little bit off considering Steph Curry's hurt now, which we'll get to. Clippers plus 450, Grizzlies plus 450, and then the Mavericks is six to one. So mm-hmm. they have the fifth best odds in the Western Conference. Chelsea, to your point, it is pretty bunched up. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not there's not a separation. I, I think the Nuggets should be the are the favorite, but they're clearly the best team to me right now in the West. Well, and also the Steph Curry ness. Because the Warriors were already a team that needed to 
just point blank win games and especially win games on the road. And now with Steph Curry going to be out for at least a few weeks, that takes a team out of the mix. What? And, and that injury, Joe, could be significant. We don't know. I mean, they're reevaluating him. So the Curry thing is off. And we've talked about them this year. They don't win on the road anyway. It's been a weird year for the Warriors. So right now, after this trade, if you had to place a bet on the West, what's what's the first gut you have? Is it the Nuggets at the top? Because that nothing's really changed for you? Or or would you look down? Uh, are we are we completely done with the Suns? Are we done with the whole Suns thing? Because, Do you think they're too old? That's well, my only concern. It's I feel concern. like their window is closed. It's closing, That's for sure. It. That's it. Is, is it completely closed? That's my question. Because uh, if you talk about that Steph injury and a door opening, I mean, the Suns are sitting right there. I mean, there, there is some value with them. Or are they kind of, you know, going through the motions, first two-thirds of the season or whatever it is, and then now we're going to start to see them, like the, the old Suns that we're used to. Yeah. I mean, it's been a weird year for them, Chelsea. They're only 29 yeah. and 26. I mean, we're used to them winning 55, 60 games the last few years. They've been, I mean, by their standards, it's been a bad year. Yeah, and just, just from, from a pure, pure strategy standpoint, if you, if you think, think the West, West is wide open, open wouldn't, wouldn't you try, try to take a big swing and try, and try to get, get some kind of value, value on, your on your board? So I think you look at some of those teams that may be your feast or famine. We've had an NBA insider on our show say, what about the Lakers, which seems – from a betting standpoint, I hate talking about the Lakers because right. you're never getting yeah. any value on the Lakers. But still, they are a dangerous team when everybody is healthy. LeBron is clearly on a mission this year. Anthony Davis, if he can stay healthy, they're trying to make moves. Uh, I know LeBron is very mad that he did not get Kyrie Irving. He said, is it me? Didn't he tweet that? Oh, I missed that. Did he say that? <laughs> he said something well, I mean, that Kyrie was very left emo. him in Cleveland, right? That he, that he walked away from there. Oh, I mean, yes. yeah, I mean, ultimately, LeBron James, will, yeah, he, I don't think he's winning another title. Probably, we're probably past that point of his career. But Chelsea, the point on a shot in the West, because the odds have changed from yesterday to today. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. it's shaking up the whole thing. You could look down. I mean, I would even look at a team like New Orleans, I mean, who had a good start to the season. And now they're just, a, I mean, the separation between the top and the bottom in the Western Conference, Joe, it's, it's tiny. We've talked about it all year. I mean, mm -hmm. this, between three and 12 in the Western Conference, it's a five-game separation. That's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's – we just mentioned the Lakers and also the Warriors. So I think this is an interesting way to look at it. I know with the NBA, a lot of times we pass over the divisions right away. But this mm. thing is now really fascinating in the Pacific because the Kings still have the advantage there. They're up by one game. It's Clippers one back, Suns one and a half back, Warriors two and a half back, and then the Lakers – in last place in that division at five. Like, that, that is, you want to talk about most wide open division. I mean, th there's no question. That's it. And a lot of those questions kind of looming out there. Are the Kings going to finish this off? Not quite sure, but uh, I don't know that the Mavs are going to be able to, to catch the Grizzlies. Like, the, the Grizzlies are a, a massive favorite for their division as well. Yeah, they are. Uh, and the one other thing to know, Chelsea, you brought up the Suns. I, I did see a couple NBA insiders saying that the Suns are now waiting to see if this Durant thing blows up. And like, there could be more to this oh, before yeah. the trade deadline. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, there might be worth taking a shot on the Suns. But imagine if they trade for Durant between now and the deadline. Like, they're the favorites. That's it. Yeah. Right. If you're tuned in to where you think somebody might go, that may be a way to get ahead of the market. But the NBA, I feel like the other factor is, which is a team you would trust in the postseason? Because you can see these young teams that look great during the regular season, but it's almost a different game when you're playing in the postseason. Mm -hmm. I feel like experience matters. 
And it seems to me like the Grizzlies are one of those teams that act like they have that experience and they act like <laughs> they've won something. But have they? No, they haven't, which is so surprising the way they carry themselves. I think another team we got to talk about if we're talking about the West is the Clippers. Because if all their pieces yeah. are healthy, they have two proven yeah. superstars. Kawhi won a title, MVP, uh, you know, the NBA Finals. And also Paul George, a, a really good one-two punch. And also, they have a pretty good, um, I almost want to say bullpen. Uh, they have <laughs> a nice bre- uh, bench that can come in and still hold up everything when those stars are out. They do. Uh, and if they're healthy, I mean, this has been the story for them for years, right? If they're healthy, there's Dan. And they're only one game back in the division, Joe, you mentioned. And they're not that far from the top of the West. They're fourth anyway. I mean, it, yeah. it is wide open. I do think Kyrie improves the, the Mavericks. But do you think Kyrie's going to be in the finals this year? I don't. And, no. it, and you said it a few minutes ago. How long will it take him to gel? I mean, they're they're pretty far down anyway. I mean, they're only two games over 500. This, usually the NBA is, is, is the regular season is predictive of the postseason. Maybe we're moving away from that because of trades and stars, but I'm not in on Kyrie for the Mavericks. The West is open because of the key word you just threw out there, if, if. It's, well, the Grizzlies, if. It's the Clippers, if. Suns, if. Mavs, if. I mean, that, that's why this thing is right. wide open. We, maybe we're just completely overlooking the team that has dominated all year that might have the uh, three-time MVP winner in Jokic. And by the way, did you see how upset the Nuggets were with the NBA? I mean, no. their coach is basically screaming at the podium yesterday, which is why uh, all, almost all of his starters were sitting because they were starting. Uh, not only was it a back-to-back, and he's upset about the, the number of back-to-backs that they've had, but starting the game 22 hours after <laughs> after starting their last game. Why well, is like, you know what? Was that he's a t- like, TV I'm thing? Si- I'm sitting everybody. Just I'm for si- TV? It's like, what are they doing? I don't know. I don't know. But they're still dominating. They're probably going to be the one in the West still. Yeah. I mean, they're 37 and 17. I mean, Chelsea, they've been the best team by far all year. The, the, it's, it's almost like we're just like, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe they're not cool or they're just like, yeah, there's a Nuggets. No one expects to go to the finals. They've been the best team all year by a lot. I keep waiting for Jokic to run out of steam, and he doesn't. Mm-mm-mm. Because he, I remember last year looking at his props and thinking, oh, well, it's a back-to-back. Maybe he is not going to be as good. But his props were actually better on the second leg of a back-to-back, which is surprising. I've been waiting for it too. Uh, he doesn't run out of steam, Joe, and he's good. I think he's going to win the MVP. We'll see how it plays out. But I mean, he's been—he's the best player in the league right now, or at least the mo- the most valuable player in day to day. Right? Is he better than Giannis? I don't know, but he's—he's he's right there. And yeah, I think there's a reaction right now, and you might be able to get a better number on the Nuggets than you did two days ago. I think so too. And I, I don't know that they're going to finish with the best record in the NBA, but there's going to be that gap at the end, likely, between the Nuggets and everybody else. And that will also help in addition to his numbers. All right. Well, on the other side, we got to talk some Super Bowl props. We have an entire pack in front of us. Literally, it's like old school. We'll, we'll talk about it all. Joe O, Joe G, and Chelsea Mestre live from the BetMGM Sportsbook in Phoenix, Arizona. Super Bowl props next on the Beck UL Network.